Shalom, this is Yara Ben Emmett again with another exciting edition of the Torah Watchman Podcast channel. I hope you've been well. You can find me on Anchor. You can find me on Spotify. You can find me on Apple Podcasts. Very simple. Use Google or Bing or Yahoo as your search engine. Just type in podcast, comma, Yara Ben Emmett. That's, that's a Yod, Y-A, apostrophe A-R, space Ben, space Emet, E-M-M-E-T-T. You can find me very easily. Yes, why would you want to find someone like me? Because I have a very unique, uh, I have a very unique resume and background and experience uh, that crosses the gamut of all things connecting to the Jewish people, both living in Israel, living in a diaspora. There's 14.5 million of us around on Israel High. Yes, and all the geopolitical infighting and wars and rumors of wars that's going on in the world today. It's a lot to talk about. Yes, you're talking to a 20-year um, combat engineer, a Gulf War veteran. You're talking to someone with a graduate degree in science. I am 57. I've seen a, a few things out there, okay? There's really not much I have not seen. I've traveled all over the world. I've dealt with many cultures and belief systems. I've dealt with all kinds of things. And that's why I think I have talking points that may touch your heart in some way, or may move you to the next level to research yourself. I am a, I'm a messenger. I get the information out. Uh, you hear about other podcasters out there, news outlets. Well, I am a reporter. Okay, I'm. I have yes. I'm a Hasidic Jew living in Maryland and living in Arab in an Arab enclave, ultra orthodox. I am that kind of person, but at the same time, I live in a contemporary world. I'm an IT systems engineer. I know all things technical, too. And listen, I am not politically correct. That's really the only legal disclaimer I want to give you. Let's get started. I want to quote a phrase here that, that really has stayed with me in a while, and it's the title of this podcast is, Peace at Any Cost Will Lead to the Next Holocaust. What am I talking about? Well, just bear with me, okay? I have an exciting uh, message here uh, that I was reading uh, recently uh, in Breitbart, and it's also on in uh, RH7, um, uh, Israeli National News, and other news outlets there. Uh, have you heard of the, <coughs> excuse me, have you heard of the town Hadera? It, to be honest with you, I have not heard that town mentioned very much. But now it's on the radar, okay? It's a bullseye target for Islamic terrorism. Okay, now, if you most people know what Haifa is, the District of Israel, northern Sharon region, approximately 45 kilometers from the major cities of Tel Aviv and Haifa. So it's a coastal, coastal town, more or less. The city is located about 7 kilometers uh, of, um, off the Israeli Mediterranean coastal plain, the city's population includes a high proportion of immigrants arriving since 1990. Um, Jews uh, returning to Israel is known as Aliyah. They like to go to this place. Notably from Ethiopia and former Soviet Union. Uh, so in the fall of Soviet Union in 1991, a lot of Jews um, that were hid behind the Iron Curtain, they left for Israel. God bless them all. So in 2019, it had a population of about 97,335. Okay, now, uh, there are two officers that died in a battle this evening with armed terrorists. 
Okay, I'm quoting here. The border police said in a statement, adding three other officers were injured in the attack. Who were their attackers? Islamic State claimed responsibility for this attack in a statement posted on its Telegram account. Islamic State? Folks, that's ISIS. That is the new version of Al-Qaeda, the most radical extremist form of uh, uh, Shia. um, Shiite Muslims out there, um, you thought that Donald Trump uh, destroyed them all. Well, they're alive and well, and uh, centered now in Afghanistan. The training terrorist training camps there. So the Secretary of State, um, Antony Blinken, who was visiting this area, was at an Israeli uh, summit with top diplomats from Arab countries. You remember the Abraham Accord countries expressed uh, the U.S. condemnation over the attack, okay? Such senseless acts of violence and murder have no place in our society. Okay, slap, slap, right? So we stand with our Israeli partners and send our condolences to the families of the victims, he said. Okay? Um, how many times have you heard about diplomats, um, uh, people in suits and ties, um, saying, oh, we offer you condolences to the loss of your family, we, we, um, we condemn all acts of violence, okay? At the same time, these same individuals have voting rights for their respective country, countries in the UN who denounces the Jewish right to exist in Israel, that we are occupiers, that it's an apartheid state in Israel and in context with the, with the fake Palestinians there, okay? <clears throat> so the attack follows a stabbing and car ramming attack last week. You may have heard of that. A rabbi was murdered and three others, also carried out by an Arab-Israeli Islamic State supporter. So you see the expansion of ISIS throughout Eretz Israel. Uh, the the, um, the uh, bus attack was further, uh, you, know, you know where Bathsheba is, further in, uh, close to uh, south of Israel, and then closer than the Gav Desert, okay? Mm-hmm. So you see an expansion of of Islamic State or ISIS terrorist cells uh, exploiting the land of Eretz Israel, okay? You, you hear about the United States is wide open for illegal uh, immigration coming into our borders. Well, Israel is not that much better. It really is not. Even areas that they supposedly have command and control, like the Oslo Accords uh, in the West Bank or Samaria, they have areas called A and B and C, A is controlled primarily by the Palestinians, uh, even security and economy. Uh, B uh, has has, uh, roughly limited control, uh, both shared with Palestinians and Jews there. Um, uh, um, But the the, uh, Israel controls the security, and C is primarily dominated by Jews. About 60% of the entire uh, West Bank or Samaria is comprised of Jewish communities and families, okay? But they are not living so much in harmony. And even though you have these silos here, going back to Oslo Accords, uh, you have these sections off in, or in, in West Bank. Well, the Palestinians are the ones who cross in the borders and are squatting on areas like in Area C and uh, illegally building settlements there. Okay, so that's going on right there. Okay, so the Israeli government is allowing um, uh, violations of sovereign Jewish real estate in Israel, okay, in Israel, that's even agreed back in, the, I think, 1973 or so, 1976, I can't remember, the Oslo Accords, okay? 
So <clears throat> you have these two terrorist attacks within, I say, in less than a week. Now, there are murders in Chicago every single weekend because of a liberal, liberal uh, mayor there. And you may say, well, murders across the way of the world, Israel, how does it impact me? Where the Jew, you should empathize at least with your Jewish brothers and sisters in Israel. The problem is in Israel is, is political. It's not even religious. It's not really <coughs> technological, technologically or historical in nature, but it's political. According to Israel's foreign ministry, the foreign ministers of the United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, Morocco, and Egypt, who currently gathered in the summit at the same time, it's interesting, they were meeting about peace with the Palestinians at the same time this was going on, okay? All these people worked with Donald Trump and the Abraham Accords, okay? So Blinken is, is our representative, you know, U.S. with, with uh, Israel. So uh, they were meeting with Minister Yar Lapid, in uh, said Boca and sent the condolences of the family. Okay, Minister Yar Lapid is an ultra Obama era liberal. Okay, so consider that. Now there are security camera footage that show the two bearded gunmen wearing the o wearing a white overall, spraying bullets from assault weapons at a passerby at a police officers at a busy bus stop. So let's go out and kill some Jews, okay? That's essentially what it was. And a lot of these uh, Islamic State, uh, Arab, uh, Islamic extremists, not all Arabs are Islamic extremists, but these definitely were, they also dress up like Hasidic Jews or try to mock being Jewish to try to get past security uh, gates and things of that nature. So both of the gunmen were shot dead by two members of the undercover police unit uh, that were dining in a nearby restaurant. You can imagine if they did not... If they were not armed, if they were not there at that time. The two victims were identified uh, as border police officers, Yazin Fala, uh, from a Druze village. You hear about more Druze. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of Druze, a very ancient uh, ethnic uh, creed there in Israel. Lived there for thousands of years. Uh, many of them work as police officers, okay? Um, and um, uh, Islamists hate them, by the way. Uh, and um, in, in, and uh, in Israel's north, uh, the, the two police officers in the village in Israel's north, uh, known as Shereel, um Abu Karat from the coastal city of Netanya. Both were, were aged 19. So that's where they were from uh, and died, you know, 19 years old. Uh, they even started their life. So who knows they even had families. The brother of one of the terrorists is an Arab-Israeli police officer, Israeli media reported. I mean, you know, the government of Israel allows violations of the sovereignty of Israel, even through international agreement that says Palestinians will live here, Jews will live here, and then you can live together in, in harmony, whatever, in this section here. But they still do not abide by those cords. And we still offer peace agreements, unpaid loan agreements for water rights for Jordan. We offer all these olive branches. You, you know, and, 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 you know, and, uh, um, you know, the Gaza was given over to the Palestinians in hopes of a homeland, uh, independent state. And as you know, it's turned into a terrorist cesspool managed by Hamas. Okay, so you see cause and effect here with these decisions. Okay, um, now Natalie Bennett says, I urge all citizens to continue to be vigilant. Together, we will also be able to defeat the enemy. 
Now, how are you going to defeat the enemy? Well, having armed police sitting in a diner. Are you going to defeat the enemy by having weeks, weak security controls imposed upon the IDF in which they, they have to talk first and shoot later? <clears throat> uh, the heart is, my heart is broken in the depths of these people. Yeah, the, the condolences <clears throat> are kind of weak for me. You know, it took two years after my, my beloved friend um, Ari Fuld was murdered before even the house of the terrorist that killed him, the Palestinian killed him, it's been about three years ago, um, was demolished. Okay, it takes time because all these things have to be vetted with the Supreme Court there. And so in conclusion, in this podcast, I'd like to mention one of my mentors, Rabbi Kahani, okay? In November 1990, Kahani gave a speech at an audience of mostly Orthodox Jews from Brooklyn where he was warning American Jews to immigrate to Israel before it's too late. 1990, okay? As a crowd gathered around Kahani in the second floor lecture hall in Midtown Manhattan's New York uh, Marriott Eastside, Kahan <coughs> was assassinated by Il Sayyid Nassar. And uh, after the fact, long after the fact, they identified this person as an affiliate of Al Qaeda, okay? He's an Egyptian born U.S. citizen. <laughs> uh, he was initially charged and acquitted of the murder. So, you see how this goes, okay? Uh, Nassar was later convicted of the murder in U.S. District Court for his involvement in 1993 World Trade Center bombing by the FBI, and prosecutors were able to try Nassar again for the murder because the federal indictment included the killing as part of an alleged terrorist conspiracy. He was sentenced to life imprisonment and later made a confession to federal agents. Okay? So, what can we learn from this, folks? <coughs> Rabbi Kahani said, peace at any cost will lead to the next Holocaust. He said, if you don't do something now, and he was in 1990 saying this, there will be another Auschwitz in the United States, okay? Now, Israel's had the opportunity. How many times has Israel gone through various election cycles? Sometimes more times than not, okay? You have Benjamin Netanyahu making all these promises. I'm going to annex Samaria. I'm going to annex Judea. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to promise next time we go into Gaza to, to fight the terrorists there. It'll be the last time I go there again because I'm going to remove the government in power. You have all these false promises. Listen, this is what Yara ben Emmett recommends. I plan on being Israel in less than 10 years, maybe 8 seven to eight years of a hopefully a god willing with my family as a dual american israeli citizen this is what i plan on doing for israel and this is what i'm recommending if i was running as an mk for the knesset this is what i would recommend for my party platform immediately deploy an idf idf battalion within a radius of command and control of every jewish community throughout israel this includes the Negev. There's about 200,000 squatters, I believe, in Negev. It's a no man's land. It's like the Wild West, Clean Eastwood, you know, in which no one will go there or they get a bullet in their head. No one will go there. Even the Palestinians are afraid of them. But Natali's liberal-leaning government is allowing these people to exist here. And it's threatening my people in Israel. Just like Moses. God sent Moses to Pharaoh and said, let my people go. Yara Ben Emmett is saying to Natalie Bennett and, and Yara Lapid and many other liberals there, let my people go.
let my people go. You know, there's more Jews that want to live in Israel. I already said, I want to live in Israel. There's more Jews who want to come in Israel. Now they allowed a bunch of Ukrainians there. They're, they're not patriotic to anyone that's Stefan Bandera, okay? Neo-Nazi from 1941, look it up. It, 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 is, it, it just staggers my imagination to see what's happened, what's been allowed to ha happen in Israel. Israel is the only nation on the planet in which the Jews can say it's our native country, it's our land, it's our land, it's the only place they have to live. Now, we are scattered throughout the world. There's 14.5 million of us. We're scattered in, in many countries throughout the world. But when it comes down to it, Israel is our home. It, it's a home for every Jew. Most Jews claim uh, to be a Zionist or support patriotism in Israel, the Israeli flag, um, you know, Hatifa, Hatifa, and all of this, and seeing the national anthem there, all that patriotism. But, you know, we, I've heard these condemnations. I heard these criticisms, promises to get vengeance, to protect the Jewish citizen in Israel, come and go. And then the same damn thing happens over and over again. Six million of us were executed and murdered by, by Adolf Hitler, his SS Nazi death squads, and, cons and uh, conspirators in every single Baltic country in Europe, including Ukraine. When is enough is enough? When is enough is enough? Now, people die from crime. What's happening in Ukraine is horrible, it's horrific, and it breaks my heart for the women and children and orphans there. What's happening in Chicago every weekend? My black brothers and sisters there are murdered. Little children are shot in the head in their car in parks. It's horrific. The difference in Israel, again, is not just crime, folks. It's that Jews are being targeted because they are Jews. That's the bottom line from Yarab and Emmett here. Where, where is it safe to live free from being molested by an Islamic terrorist? Why do you give an olive branch to Palestinians there? Why do you give the benefit of doubt to people that in their own charter, like Hamas, commit themselves to driving the Jews into the Mediterranean Sea? From the river to the sea, we will be free. That is being said by Islamists in, in California and in throughout the United States. And we permit this kind of... Uh, uh, anti-Semitism and propaganda to manifest. It's continuing. It's going to get it worse. It's going to get worse, folks. We need a hard stance for the IDF to be everywhere a Jewish community is and stop assuming because you're living in Area C that you're at low risk compared to Area B or A or Eastern Jerusalem that's heavily debated right now, okay, over real estate issues. Of course, in the Gab, they're easy bombing targets and as long as the, uh, the, uh, the Iron Dome system there knocks the missiles out of the air, it's no big deal. They don't retaliate, only if it lands in a schoolyard. <laughs> There's only one way to deal with radical, extreme Islamic terrorism. You have to be proactive, folks. If you know they're planning attacks against you, you preemptively take them out, and you warn them before. If you continue this behavior, not only will we exterminate you, like the vermin you are, 
we will seize your land that you're using and plant Jews there and build a yeshiva there. How about that? Listen, Rabbi Kahan was a futurist. He saw these things. He knew what was going to happen. He was a member of the Knesset. It's not Rabbi, about Rabbi Kahan. But I'm saying a lot of people have sacrificed their lives for saying the same thing I'm saying right now. Most Jews in Israel say this is horrific. It's horrible. When will it stop? But they have accept and been lulled to sleep with the status quo. I say take the status quo, flush it down the toilet. The hell with all these other um, peace now pinko communist people in Israel that want to make peace with, with everyone that, that has a knife to your back. Unless it's in your neighborhood, you're not worried about other people's neighborhood, right? Please reach out to these families I mentioned. You can find them, give charity, get to DACA with them, find out, reach out to Chabad. They're very good about doing the distributing funds for that. Please, for the world to get better, you need to take a chance. To, you need to take the risk and get out of your comfort zone and do something differently. Just because you're in America does not mean that you cannot positively impact a Jewish life across the world in Israel. Pray for them, right? We pray for shalom upon Israel. We pray for all these things. But real shalom is something you implement, right? Listen, I will close with this statement. Dead terrorists will not hurt any, any Jewish little girls, okay? They will not murder rabbis, dead terrorists. If you know that people support all these terrorist breakouts, Islamic State, Hamas, uh, the, uh, <clears throat> the uh, PLO and other groups there, the Fatah Party, if you know they systemically support by their speeches and the imams and, uh, and the mosques throughout Israel, and you know they support terrorism against the Jewish people, why do you allow them to have the honor to live in Israel? There's a lot of Jews that want to live in their place. Yara ben Emmett signing out. Listen, peace and love to all of you. Please get the word of knowledge out to everyone you know. This is only but love and truth is love when you try to break through the status quo and the, and the, and the manas of uh, uh, political correctness, uh, all, all the noise and stuff that's out in there. <clears throat> Please, I'm a, I'm a watchman on the, light, on the hill and I want to get the light of truth out to you before it's too late. Go to uh, YouTube, Word and Board, check out my videos. Again, Yara Ben Emmett signing out. Shalom Aleichem to you. I hope I did not offend anyone here. Listen, yes, I read a, a, a news report to you. I did provide uh, my, my opinion based on my background and concerns. Please research the information yourself and then decide upon uh, in your life, life choices, if you want to change your status quo. Take care. Shalom Aleichem.